Are you disgusted by the people in our culture who oppose the cross of Christ and live in unrepentant, blatant immorality, flaunting their disobedience in God's face? It's good to be indignant over that. But it's also important that right alongside that indignation, we have compassion so that when we confront those people, we do it with tears. Welcome to the Food for Your Soul podcast, where we apply the Word of God to the hearts of men and women to stoke the fires of your delight in Christ. Here's your host, Dr. D. Richard Ferguson. So these people live as enemies of the cross. That's a general description. And then Paul spells that out now in four categories. He talks about four ways that they're enemies of the cross. He talks about their end, their God, their glory, and their mind. So let's go through all four. He starts with their with their end. He says their destiny, or literally their end, is destruction. Now it's funny he would start with the end. You, you might expect that to be at the end of the list. I was reading this like, why does he, why does he put that at the start? Why, why not the end? I think it's at the start because, because he wants us to know right up front that these people that he's talking about are not going to heaven. See, it's a warning. He's saying, follow godly examples for some people didn't and their destiny is destruction. This is, he wants us to know the stakes of all this. They're going to be destroyed because they didn't follow the godly example. A sinful lifestyle is destructive and it's already destructive in this life, right? Just because of the built-in consequences of sin. But beyond that, it leads to ultimate destruction of soul and body in hell. Matthew 10, 28, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. That's God. But these people don't fear God and so they're, they're not worried about soul and body being destroyed in hell and so they end up being destroyed. That's their destiny. That's their, that's their end. So they're going to be destroyed in the sense of their eternal destiny is going to be a train wreck. They're on a path that is going to lead to disaster eternally. And Paul says that with tears in his eyes. He says, verse 18, he says, For I have often told you before, and, and now say again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. It broke his heart. Broke his heart to say this. This is a lesson. This is a good lesson for all the, uh, the hellfire brimstone preachers who like to go out on the street and just shout people down and tell them they're going to hell and they actually seem like they're glad everybody's going to hell. Or those Christians will get on Facebook and start debating and, and, and there's, they've got all this anger and harshness and sarcasm and mockery and everything. There's no sign whatsoever, any compassion for these people that they are heading for hell. Jesus wasn't like that. He had compassion. The harshest rebuke he ever gave, Matthew 23, what did he do in that passage? He wept. He wept out loud. He wailed and talked about how he longed for Jerusalem to be saved. And Paul was the same way. He's literally crying. That's the only place in the whole Bible where he's actually crying while he's writing. This is real. I don't think Paul said to his amanuensis, you know, his secretary, eh, put a line in there about uh, crying. I think that'll really be powerful right there. You know? this is, you can imagine him dictating this letter, in this portion of this letter, and he gets this warning, and he just says, join with others in following my example, brothers. Join with, follow the example that we gave you for as I have often told you. And then his voice cracks, and there's just this long silence. It's 
seeing this with tears in my eyes, brothers. Many live as enemies of the cross and their end is destruction. It would be impossible to be completely heartbroken all day, every day, over every single lost soul in the world. God didn't design us with the capability of that kind of emotion. But speaking for myself, I know I have a long way to go in the area of compassion for the lost. I may not be capable of infinite compassion, but I know I'm falling short of the level of compassion that God did make me capable of. If you're in the same boat, ask God to increase your concern for the souls of those who don't know Christ. And not just for them, but also for people like the ones Paul wept for in this passage. Believers who are moving in the direction of destruction. Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode edifying, why not share it with a friend? This season of the Food for Your Soul podcast features excerpts from our sermon series on the book of Philippians, 50 expository sermons covering every verse. You can find those and hundreds of other sermons for free download on drichardferguson.com. Until next time, rejoice in the Lord always and set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God.